0: Hello and welcome to another episode of B2Beast. We got another beast in the building, ladies and gentlemen. He is a best-selling author, a keynote speaker, and one of the world's leading cybersecurity experts. Currently the owner of Innovative Technologies. We are honored to have on the show, Paul Tracy! Ball, welcome to the show, brother. It is an honor to have you here. How are you? I appreciate that so much. I, I'm thrilled that you're willing to have me on. Hey, my pleasure. Uh, we we see people doing big things, exciting things out there in the B2B space, and you are definitely one of them. So excited to jump into this chat. Question number one, quick little curveball for you. What are you most grateful for right now? Grateful
1: for right now. Um, grateful for everything, my man. I, I I don't really know how to focus on on one thing. You know, business is good and life is good. And, and so I'm just every day as it comes and, and be grateful for what you have. There
0: it is. That's the only purpose of that question is to plant a little seed of gratitude. And even if it's for everything in your world. Equally exciting. Um, so let's tap into your story, your world. Um, you've had a really interesting, really exciting career. Uh, let's simple, simple, simply boil it down to a, a super exciting moment or a milestone moment that you've had. What is the most exciting win you would consider of your of your career, of your entrepreneurial journey, of anything you've done in the? B2B or in uh, just any enterprise business space, what wins do you have and what lessons and stories can we kind of extract and, and learn from that? So I think the,
1: the biggest thing for me and, and probably for most business owners, right, is, is the pandemic hit and, and we're in tech. And so um, supporting healthcare and mental health care and, and schools and so forth um, was an immediate challenge right we and we always love to plan for things and go forward there there was no plan, and so uh, we were able to move all of our clients through that, get them the solutions that they needed. No one was ransomware um and and that was not the case for a lot of other companies out there and and so that's a major win for us,
0: yeah, you're not alone in the uh, the pandemic pivots, the pandemic shifts uh some of the most dramatic. Uh, pivots and shifts that I have seen in business were during this, this moment, everybody was, was thrown into there. Um, so yeah, key lesson that we see over and over and over is the power of adaptability. Um, and Lord knows I can only imagine in like tech and cybersecurity how quickly that adapting needs to happen. So, um, brilliant, brilliant to hear uh, that you guys are able to stay. Keep your head above water, stay ahead of the game. Um, when, when the tides rise and when things start to get messy, that's the whole purpose of a lot of that, uh, infrastructure to kind of finally pay off when those moments hit. Um, so brilliant to hear that. Let's hit the other side of the spectrum. Uh, the wins are fun to talk about. Uh, but let's, let's get a little dirty here too. What is the most epic failure? Uh, that you have under your belt uh as a in, in your career. Maybe it was early in your career, early in your entrepreneurial journey. Um, what failure have you experienced? And what lessons can we learn from that so that we can avoid uh moving forward here? <laughs> well, there's there's definitely always more failures than there
1: is success, right? And I, I think that's a misconception sometimes. Um I've failed a lot. The business has failed. I've failed personally. I've failed my employees. You know, uh, things happen in business that you can't, you know, forecast or, or put on a map. Uh, but I, I think that's always a, a learning situation. So one of the big ones for me was underestimating the gap between the education that small and medium, medium sized business market needed on cybersecurity and tech in general. Um, versus the enterprise level who knew they needed it and they were spending the money, they were just mismanaging, Mm. right? So a completely different animal. And I left an enterprise environment because I thought it was completely unfair that giant corporations had the resource, didn't manage them properly. And therefore they weren't using them and small businesses were just left out to die. Um, Right. Like, you know, if you're Pepsi and you get a, a hundred thousand dollar ransomware, you probably pay the ransomware. You have some downtime. If you're a small business, a hundred grand and put you in the grave. Right. And so that's the problem we're trying to solve for. Um, and the gap between the education that was needed
0: was I we severely underestimated that. Mm, wow. So, yeah, there's a little bit of a, <laughs> a knowledge uh market awareness, like paradox of those that can afford it, uh, don't leverage or use it properly. And those that desperately need it and would use it <laughs> uh, can't quite access it. So it does, yeah, open up um, this lesson. I guess the lesson extracted here is really understanding uh, your consumer, your client, these small and mid-sized businesses, understanding that void needed to be filled prior to anything after that. So deep deep empathy deep awareness of your client your customer we see that over and over um as as a success point of how and why stuff succeeds or the exact opposite they didn't listen to what was being told over and over and over and it leads to that failure um so brilliant to hear an, yet another reinforcement of those themes uh now i want to find something maybe a a little bizarre, a little weird, a little interesting. I know you've, you're in cybersecurity, uh, and it, this space definitely has some weird, dark corners of, 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 of people, uh, and projects. So I'm curious along your adventures and your journeys, what is the most bizarre, just weird project or person you've encountered? in this uh adventure so far. Would love to see if there's uh any exciting intel <laughs> from your world that um we could share with folks. Boy, that's a tough one to be
1: honest with you. Um I try to, you know, come down on what bizarre is. We've seen, you know, from a cybersecurity side, we see all kinds of crazy things, right? Uh, somebody's computer gets hacked because their kid was maybe doing something on the internet they shouldn't have seen <laughs> uh, and, and, and there's certainly some personalities out there in tech I always think like if, if you're in tech and you're dealing with the stress that we do you gotta have some kind of release yeah. right um, and so I'm a little weird in that and that I'm an avid Frank Zappa fan and so you, you gotta let the, the weird freak thing out somewhere yes right?
0: um, <laughs> So we all have a thing, I guess. Oh, I love it. No, it's 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 everywhere. Um, no, I just know from, from some of my time in um cybersecurity, web three world, there's just some wild, bizarre characters and projects uh, th- that pop up throughout it. Um so yeah, not surprising to hear hear stuff like that. Um well let's extract it. let's jump into more of your expertise, your knowledge. Clearly. You're doing something right over there. So we want to unpack the, the secret sauce, uh, as close as we can get to the recipe for your secret sauce. Um, and one of those things is, uh, habits, habits, daily behavior. Um, I recognize this is a keystone for success. So I am curious what habit or task is non-negotiable for you is just has to be part of your day your workflow. Um, what have you found has to be part of your process?
1: Two things, really. One, uh, daily, I have to have my hands in in the marketing and, and in that uh, world because it's vital, given my past answer about educating um, <laughs> your potential clients, right? That, that's super important. But I think uh, one thing I always do is put at least an hour, minimum an hour, to learn something new in business regardless of of what it is right i was very grateful and and honored to be able to meet with some uh you know rather large celebrities over the last year uh and and marcus Lemonis it said something to me that really stuck um and that was that every successful business that he's seen in his career the owners all shared one thing and that was a willingness to invest in themselves and i really took that to heart and so That's, you know, it doesn't matter where it gets in, whether you're driving, it's audible, whatever you're doing, uh, but be taking in new information and and new content and learning about business because it's an ever changing monster.
0: There it is. That is seen over and over. I (laughs) I'm not quite at the level of of Marcus, but I can echo the same same threads uh, I see over and over and over is that continued evolution and Willingness to just innovate, adapt. What are the new ideas, strategies, let stuff break. It doesn't always have to be at like a theoretically like academic, like perfect level, Um, especially with how fast stuff is evolving. Um, Staying in tune with podcasts like this um, and industry based shows really helps give you an edge um, over other folks. So Love hearing that um, yet another uh, dose of uh, <laughs> another person that adds to that same uh, breadcrumb theory of success really is about investing in yourself and playing that long game. It's difficult to see those results of I'm going to listen to podcasts today and I'll be I'll make more money tomorrow is like not, not exactly how it works. So um, play the long game, invest in yourself personal, professional development, all it all goes up and to the right. Um, so brilliant to hear that. So maybe uh, in the same vein of your habits, your structures, your day-to-day workflow, let's jump into maybe any tools or technology that you leverage in your business, in your life. Um, what tool or application do you consider a must have or it can be a st- it can well, be a stack of tools if you really want to get nerdy.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I I generally try to avoid the the super nerdy bits um, for benefit of of everyone yeah. else. Uh, I, I I'd say today that that really to be in business if you don't have an advanced security stack uh, protecting your devices, especially for people that that have remote workers and so forth and people traveling. Um, you really need to be on top of that because it's deceptive how fast things can change. Um, mm-hmm. I have furniture in my office from an engineer who I didn't know at the time was selling everything. He had to close his business because he was ransomware locally. Oh no. And I, you know, I was on Facebook, man, and I saw some stuff but oh. I'm like, Hey, I could use a couple of those desks. And I went down and he was going out of business because he was ransomware. Uh, and his provider had told him that he needed better backups and they just didn't push him to do it. And so it's those kind of things where from my standpoint, these are the minimums and, and you have to have them because it'll, it can literally end your business. Uh, two years ago, it was every 40 seconds in America, there was a ransomware attack. In 2023, we're down to 11 seconds. So the the probability is not a low probability that this is going to happen.
0: Wow. Okay. Yeah. That is. Those are some enlightening stats, (laughs) especially the trend uh, and momentum of 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 where (laughs) it's heading. Um. So yeah, let's not let's not abandon that uh thread quite yet. How uh does one recognize, approach, and prepare? For this problem, whether there's there's they could be starting from zero or they have an existing system that they think they can trust, but they want to make sure it really is foolproof, like top to bottom. How can somebody approach that? And that might lead into what we're looking for um, in the context of any specific process or strategy or approach that you have in your business. Um, Maybe those, those merge together here in this, this question. Um, but it is extremely alarming. And I know many, many people listening right now are probably in the like, they did exactly what I did was, Oh, oh, that's yeah, but not me. Yeah, that happens, but not me. Um, so how do we break out of that and prepare for something this, uh, of this scale? So. Part of the thing I always say around
1: here is never stop auditing, whether that's yourself or your team, your business um, or the clients that I manage. Uh, and so the way we do that is we have a third party that does what's called a penetration test on our networks every month. And so what happens is you can't no one would let their children grade their own homework, Right. <laughs> and so, you know, we don't do that. We're looking at our stuff all the time. And so it's easy to, if you've ever tried to proofread a paper and you've written this, written, read a sentence five times incorrectly. And then went, how did I miss that? It's the same thing, except this is all numbers and code and a oh. bunch of that crazy stuff. So, so where we want to start is having an objective third party look at your current systems. And basically what that entails is they pretend that they're hackers and they try to get in. And so then that gives you a a rundown of your highest vulnerabilities to your lowest and what you need to fix in order. And then however you go about creating that plan to remediate those issues um, depends on budget and a bunch of other business things, but really understanding where you start and understanding what today's vulnerability is, is the best place to get going.
0: Huge, huge. Yeah. These are, very vital um so uh in the context of starting that process of it, uh, developing an an audit system um and some type of infrastructure upgrades uh how does one start that um and what what i guess what pitfalls or like what 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 should be on their checklist when they're looking for somebody that they can trust um with this role this very very vital role well it is it's you know, it's
1: not super invasive, but it is. People are going to show you where your passwords yeah. are and where they shouldn't be and so forth. Um, So you want to make sure you do some vetting, Uh obviously, before you let somebody do that. You absolutely want to make sure that they're approaching you with an NDA before they begin any of mm. that work, right? So you know that your stuff is going to be held confidential. Um, You don't ever want to start any kind of that. Audit thing without having one of those in place. Okay. Just my little team is so happy I'm saying not uh, <laughs>
0: Crucial, crucial. No, that that is a, a brilliant. Um, do you have any other uh, pieces t- uh, to add to the checklist here when somebody's approaching that process, or the opposite pitfalls um, to maybe look out for and make sure? Hey, if the company's doing this, 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 maybe avoid those type of things um anything on the negative direction to avoid in that process i would certainly look at the testimonials
1: and reviews from from other folks mm. about the process that they went through uh generally speaking especially with with tech things of of that nature that high of a nature uh, if somebody's upset they're generally going to say something um uh, so just knowing that that company has a, a long standing reputation of doing that um, you'd probably like to see some other qualifications that say they should being that, be doing that. They should have a CISSP on their team. They should have, um, a lot of things in the tech. There's a, probably a, just a ton of acronyms that, that it wouldn't make a lot of sense. Um, but just do your due diligence, uh, before you let somebody into your network.
0: Crucial. Yes. Yeah, so vital. Grateful for you to share, uh, these with us. The, old goal here, whether <laughs> hopefully this can plant the seed of of prevention, because um, would be, it's just one of those things that you never really think about it until it's it's too late, um, and even that phrase is so cliche, you know, <laughs> so it, it's totally understandable how this keeps getting, uh, I don't know, deprioritized, kind of pushed back. It's invisible until it isn't. Um, so brilliant to hear your insights, your advice, and everything in there. Um, which leads us to kind of an interesting uh, paradox when it when it comes to marketing uh, and big business is the level of complexity that is attached to technology and cybersecurity and compliance. Um, so so much complexity under the hood, but on the marketing side, on the front end side, when you're trying to sell and build relationships. Our goal is to make the conversation as simple and as straightforward as possible. The gap between where you start and where uh, you have to be for marketing and sales conversations uh, in my head is daunting and overwhelmingly um, difficult to boil down such complex things to a simple offer or product. So... I am curious personally, and hopefully some of the, the listeners too, is how do you approach marketing or packaging such complex services in a simple and concise way? It's a struggle. <laughs> there's
1: there's there's no doubt about it. It's I've been doing this for over a decade now, and it's definitely a struggle. What I've found um is that, you know, in terms of a pen test. We use an analogy to a home inspection. When you buy a new home, you want to know where all the weaknesses are. If there's anything you need to replace um, security and compliance, there's a analogy I use about cars where security is a seatbelt, right? It's mm-hmm. your brakes compliance. when the cop pulls you over because you weren't wearing your seatbelt. Right. And so, you know, trying to to fill those gaps to take these very technical ideas and Bring them down to things that we all deal with because at the base, the concept is the same, right? No one would go on vacation for a month and leave their house completely unlocked, windows open, you know, those kind of things. And I think you just have to bring it down to a a place or an experience that we all have, that we all share, that's still the underlying protecting what you own, what you've worked for. Um, And in this case, there's a bunch of technical stuff that does that, but the, the fundamentals aren't any different
0: that's brilliant no and i think you immediately whether it was intentional or not you already alluded to one of the strategies here which is analogies and storytelling um metaphors uh seems very bizarre and kind of abstract at first but the way we consume and interpret and understand information if it's in a simple story in a picture like I saw the house with the windows open and the front door. I'm like it plants the exact uh, seed that you need. So, that alone, whether that was intentional or not, was a perfect example um, of how to really reshape and reframe your product in the eyes of the client. Um, so, love, love, love that. Thank you for sharing more of your secret sauce. Uh, this will definitely be put to use. Um, so, when we wrap, up here, Uh, we got a quick blitz round here and then we'll um, hear from your world, how people can plug uh, into you, your company, your services. Um, We'll jump to that and then get to our closing here. So these will be a quick speed round. You're gonna get two options, you get one response and ideally no explanation with your response. And we'll just rip through these five real quick To see what type of a man Paul Tracy is. (laughs) Number one, super simple music or movies. Music. Boom. There we go. All right. Next one. Very crucial from a tech guy. Apple or Android. Android. There we go. (laughs) All right. Now, this one is a really key signifier. Backstreet Boys or In Sync? Can I abstain? <laughs> Paul Tracy has abstained from question number three. Uh, <laughs> uh, number four: uh, board games or video games? Oh, video games! <laughs> I'm loving it. All right, last one: night owl or early bird? Oh, ooh. there we go. There's a nice little, there's a nice little paradox. Uh, skipped one question and got two answers for another. That evens out to five. <laughs> uh, amazing, amazing. Thank you for sharing more of that. Um, so you've shared a lot of your uh, advice and intel with us. Now, how can we do the opposite? How can we support your world, your service, your uh, company at the moment, innovative technologies uh, seems to be full scale cybersecurity compliance, top to bottom. Uh, I think I even saw web uh, web design, all of the, the literally getting it done for you as well. Um, can you give us a quick overview of who exactly you help um, and how they can get in touch with you for? Any services or problems or packages or audits, perhaps, um, that you have on deck? So
1: basically, uh, we're trying to help small and medium-sized businesses protect their data and their customers. And that can range usually from anywhere, someone with 20 employees up to 300 employees, uh, depending on the services. What we're trying to do is use security and compliance to better the culture inside the company, increase efficiency, reduce risk and make it a better company. Um, and you can do all that through tech. Uh you can reach out to us on our website, at upstate tech support.com. You can certainly reach us on on LinkedIn or, or DM me on LinkedIn as well. Uh, cause we're always on the LinkedIn. Uh, and that is actually me answering those messages is not somebody else. Um, uh, very dedicated to paying attention to the feedback we get from people.
0: Perfect. No, that, that is amazing uh, to hear. We'll have all those links loaded up um, for you guys to rock and roll. Uh, And yes, LinkedIn is where the party's at. That's where we connected. That's where we synced up. Um, And there's just so much brilliant, big business um, and personal brands too, that are starting to pop up and kind of make their uh, impact their waves. It's not as nearly as, Stale as it used to be. <laughs> so very exciting to be a part of that. Um, that leads us to our final question. The Beast Mode mic drop. This is where we're gonna hand the mic back to you one more time, Paul. Uh, because there's a listener here that has the intel, they know what they need to do, they've got all of the technical details and prowess, but something just hasn't quite clicked in here. And there's got to be an internal motivation for people to move forward in, in business and in their career and life in general. It doesn't always have to be business related. Um, and you have been a brilliant, brilliant example of persevering through that over an extended duration and eventually finding that success. Uh, what final words of advice or motivation can you share with the listener today? The worst thing I've ever done in my business
1: is wait to do something I knew I should do. Doesn't matter what it is, that that bottom line, do not wait to know to do something that you
0: know you should do. Boom. That is it. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Paul Tracy. Or a beast.